Thank you for tuning in. Greatly spending your Sunday afternoon. And hopefully you're out there having fun and, and having fun with your animals. Uh, one thing with the cats uh, to keep you, uh, keep them, uh, I was down doolarding today. And I had, uh, you know, I've been cleaning that and I found a uh, ornament that's probably a little bit smaller than a baseball. It's a plastic ornament. And it was just on the floor. And Adeline came and she started out with a little touch, a little bat, a little bat. And all of a sudden she's leaping in the air and coming down at it. And so you get out some old plastic uh, because the thing is, is that they roll funny. Instead of just like roll like a ball, they kind of roll kind of almost in a circle because, you know, where they obviously the thing that you'd attach the ornament to make sure you take the wire off. But anyway, uh, yeah, and boy, she was just having a ball, just a blast with that. Another thing to keep cats uh, interested is get a Zepco, you know, uh, what do they call it, 101 or whatever, uh, fishing rod. Obviously, you take the hook off and take the sinker off and then put a feather on it and then, you know, cast it out. Maybe you might have to have some kind of weight on it so you can cast it out and have the cat follow the feather. So you can have a lot of fun here, you know, with the cats. Okay, cats store much more information in their brains than a, what do you think? Cats store much more information in their brains than an uh, uh, human. <laughs> An iPad. An iPad. Yes. Okay. Can't wow. Much more information in their brains than an iPad. Isn't Interesting. That something? Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Cats. iPads yeah. can store a lot of things. Oh, that's what like, I mean. Is that, yeah. So I think I'm kind of right too when I say humans because I don't think we can store a lot. There we go. Well, it's, or at least this human can't. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. head. Okay, we're going to talk to Joanne, and Joanne has a question about just puppy behavior. All right, puppy behavior. Yes. All right. Hi, Joanne. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing, Good, Katie? good. So how old a puppy do you have? Uh, he's four months. Four months? What Whoa. kind? And it's a Mintin and Chihuahua mix. Whoa, we got energy there. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> exactly what I you got that right. You got it. You got. He's like he's on crack cocaine or steroids. <laughs> yep, they're mischievous little things, and they're like fast as a bullet. Well, yes, that's very true. Um, but he's really pretty smart. Like I trained. He's. We're working on training, and we're doing really well with the potty stuff. Excellent. But I'm up three times at night. But I figure he's little. Okay. So his bladder's going to grow, right? Okay, but wait a minute. Now, when. Okay, what time does he? What time is night night for him? Ten o'clock. Okay, and he obviously took him out before he went to bed, correct? Yep. Okay. Yep. So then now, then now, okay, now, okay, you're all in bed. Okay, now what happens? Nothing. I just sleep until one. My alarm goes off, and I get up and I go out and wake <laughs> him up and take him out. Wrong. Wrong. You are setting yourself up. Oh, Lordy. You never, ever wake a sleeping dog. Just like you never really? you never wake a sleeping baby either. If they're sleeping, leave them alone. All right? You oh. want the, the more you take them out, their bladder doesn't expand. Okay? They have to get those muscles to hold in the you know their potty. All right? So you never, okay. ever set. No, because if your dog goes to bed at 10, the norm usually is 1, 2, and then 5, 6 is when they open they wake up again that's kind of the norm at this age though he should be right at the almost the cusp of not waking up between one and two that he will go from 10 to five six in the morning 
All right. No. Oh, yeah. You are not. Don't. You're setting yourself up so bad for uh, being a night walker because you're you're in you're creating that pattern by waking him up. All right. It's just like somebody waking you up at one o'clock every day and say, "Okay, get in there and see if you got to go." Pretty soon, your brain just gets kicked into that. Okay. So now from. Oh, yeah, he'll go. Yeah, you bet. You woke him up. <laughs> so, But if I don't do that, he's going to pee in his kennel. How do you know? Because he pees in his kennel. Well, if he pees in his kennel. Like- okay, then if he pees in his kennel on a regular basis, if the big kennel's too big, you got to make it smaller so he can just stand up, turn around, and lay down. Start feeding right. him in his kennel because where he eats and sleeps, he's less likely to pee. All right. Okay, now really? you bet. Okay. okay, then another thing is now with potty training, and I was going to talk about this. We'll talk about it now. <laughs> with potty okay. training, you're going to take them out on a 15 foot line, bring them to the uh, potty area, stand still, and then, like a calm chant voice, you're going to go, go potty, go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. When he does go potty, very calmly go, Good potty or good busy. Don't just stay very monotone. All right. Because what you want him to do is make the connect the learning dots in his head of what potty is called and where it goes. All right. So the thing is, is that if he goes potty, you go, oh, good potty, good boy, good boy. You just took his brain from thinking into recess mode. And now he still has potty left, but you got him into the recess mode. And then you bring him in the house and guess what? Boom. There it is. Cause he didn't get a chance. Now, the big thing with potty training too is in Minnesota, it's only two minutes. You're out there for two minutes and that's it. Whereas if he first thing in the morning, you should always get a piddle and a doo-doo. Let's say you got the piddle. Yeah. Okay. And so then the two minutes is up. You bring him back in, wait a minute or two, keep him on the leash, bring him back out to the potty spot. Try it one more time. Go potty, go potty. Okay. Then if he doesn't, no doo-doo yet, bring him back in, put him in the kennel, feed him, wait 10 minutes, take him back outside. 10 to one, you're going to have the doo-doo because especially with small dogs, if something goes in the front door, something comes out the back door. All right. And so the thing is, is yeah. so then what you're just going to do is that now when he now some little dogs, especially now, remember, I have a three pounder and a 10 pounder. Right. Okay. Little uh-huh. on rainy, windy, inclement days, they have a tendency to splash and race back to uh-huh. the house. So what you got to remember on windy, snowy, inclement, rainy, inclement days that you're going to take them out. You're going to what, what I call double dip them. You take him out. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say he splashes and races back up to the house. Okay, then go mm-hmm. back in. Wait a minute or two. Try it again. All right? Some If it's really mm-hmm. raining, obviously they're not going to go unless you get him used to an umbrella so that you can stand out there mm-hmm. an umbrella so he does not get in, you know, wet when he's out there going potty. All right? And so, okay. But the maximum time is two minutes. That's it. No treats. And the reason is, then they learn to go splash or race back for the treat, but they're not done. You bring them in the house thinking they're done, 0.2 seconds, boom, there it is. <laughs> and so that's, that's why you, for, for the next, that. yeah, for the next couple of weeks, you're not going to give him any freedom in the house. He's either dragging a leash. And he's uh, first first week or so, he should be on a leash with you. And if you don't have time to have him on him a leash, then he's in his kennel. And then. Well, what if he cries, though, when he's in the kennel? Okay, then you have to have a quiet word. You know, um, deepen your voice, slow it down, ah, quiet, or hey, enough. And you're going to take a pop can, rinse it out, put five pennies in it, and tape I the top of it. That. Okay, excellent. I got, so, I got that from you one time. Excellent. So that's what you're going to do is at the exact same time, the first five times, you're going to say, ah, 
quiet as you shake the can. Okay, as soon as he quiet, just very calmly say, thank you. Don't say good boy or good girl. That gets them all nutsy in the headsy. Just thank them. Thank you. Stay calm so they can connect the learning dots in the head. All right, so then okay. um, if he starts to, ah, 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 quiet. As soon as he, you know, quiet, thank you. Because what it is, they're, they're, they're objecting because they want to be by you, but they have to learn independence, and you have to teach that to them. And whereas, hey, I'm not going anywhere. I'll get to you when I get to you. Just hang on to your little pantaloons, all right? Okay, and so, all right. And remember, every no, time you say good girl or good boy, that you know, you think of it in the dog's brain. They get all these learning dots of, uh, that are connected in a row. Uh-huh. And every time you say good boy or good girl, those learning dot, good dots get splayed through the whole brain. Like, yes, I'm a good boy or a good girl. Now the dog brain's right. got to settle back down, reconnect the learning <laughs> dots. And so you just you you ha- make training go a lot longer because you keep going from it's like driving a four speed and going from first to fourth. <laughs> you know, and so so it takes a long time for the dogs to put two and two together oh, to make God. three. Okay. Uh, all right. I just have one quickie. Sure. Tell me again about the nighttime. I'm a little confused on that. How am I going to know? You don't. He'll wake you up. Believe me, he'll wake you up. <laughs> if he really has he to go, he'll he'll let you know. Okay. okay? Now, where is it? Kind of. Is it in your bedroom? No. Put it in I your bedroom. Put it in the bedroom. Yeah. Put it in the bedroom. Okay, so if he starts whining, and this isn't for the right for the dog. This is just to get over this hump here as he, he yeah. gains more confidence and such like that. And and little dogs are barkers because most people carry them around and don't make them think. So the more input into his head as far as, you know, he'll sit, down, stay, come, and then tricks, you won't have a barky dog. And But everybody that, that you know. Yeah, yeah, but but if you don't use that brain, because now with that combination you got, those min pins are as sharp as a whip. Though They are just awesome. And then you you got the yeah. little attitude of a chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, so. And we're 73 and 77. What, what were we thinking? Well, apparently, I must, uh, must have been a couple extra glass of wine or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But anyway, you just want to make sure you don't trip over them, too, and hurt yourself. So yeah, uh, we are, we're careful. Good, good. Okay. But, okay, but that, that's, that's the main name of the game. Is, is Now, you're going to move the kennel into your room, maybe put it next to your bed. So if he starts to whine, you can just tap the kennel and say, quiet. Okay, but he'll, if he's really making a fuss, he really has to go. All right, you're going to understand right, so. what is you know, what is real or just dinging around. All right, but don't be waking yourself up anymore. You wait for him oh, to wake you. Okay. All right. You are the best. Well, I'll thanks. Call you again. You bet. Call me any. Call me up to Katie's Canines <laughs> if you want. Okay. All right. Thank. Good you. luck. Take care. Be safe. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. Yeah, no, that is, uh, uh, <laughs> that's, she's not alone. There are many people that do that. They set their alarm. Yeah. And then they wake up a sleeping dog. Right. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. You don't do that to babies. You want them to get how, how they can learn to wait. You know, they wake themselves up. Right. And they learn how to put themselves back to right. sleep again. And that's yeah. the same thing with dogs. I wouldn't want anybody waking me up. Uh, I just think of it like that. Oh yeah, you touch no. me, I'm going to bite your face <laughs> yeah, off. Yes, you yes. better watch it. Yeah, And then uh, sometimes when they shake it off, especially if you start talking to them yeah. when you're taking them out, then all of a sudden they wake, wake up, and now they want to play. Right. They want, now then what is the owner? Oh, he wants something to eat. Now he's right. eating at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And that, you know, it starts a whole new ball game. You know, night is night. Yeah, See their the schedule gets out of whack. Yes, exactly. Weird. So, I know it because my, you know, Will, for, you know, how many, 40-some years, you know, during the winter months, he's uh, always would wake up at 2 o'clock yeah. in the morning to check the weather to see if he has to go in or what it's right. doing, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, doing that, his clock is 
waking up at two o'clock in the morning because the right. yeah, yeah. alarm had done it for so many exactly, years. Exactly, right. And so that, that's what I don't understand. I said, well, you wake up. Why do you even bother to set the alarm? Your body's already in tune of that. Yeah. You know, I don't get that. So and plus, you know, since he doesn't hear well, that alarm <laughs> clock, yeah. Very really loud, loud. Yeah. yeah, right next to his yeah, ear. The, the neighbors, yeah, the neighbors are waking up at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning too. And you That's know funny. our house, our neighbors yes. are very far yes. apart. Yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's crazy. Yes. Oh well, where are we at? Uh, let's get some trivia. Oh, let's get some trivia. Yeah. Okay, we're we're gonna put the trivia. Da, 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 da. I don't know what I need to do. Okay, you ready? Yeah. What do cats use their whiskers for? What do cats use their whiskers for? We'll be back. We're back. Thank you, thank you for sharing your Sunday afternoon, and hopefully you're doing well. And don't worry, folks. Remember, it's only two weeks, hopefully, maybe three, but we can get through this. It is weird when I came in, you know, you kind of like a twilight zone as far as, whoa, there's nothing at Rosedale, nothing at uh, I know. Baker Square. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so weird yeah. seeing like zero people, like yeah. even when you're driving, zero cars but on the 36 roads. was about the same then. Oh, Every was Sunday, it? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. But uh, 61 wasn't, that was kind of scarce, you yeah. know, type thing. But it, it's, it's, it's a different feeling, but I really believe we're going to come through this unscathed and a lot smarter, and I really believe closer together, because uh, we were talking about this before we went on air, and yeah. I, I was always saying the people, look up, get out right. of your nose out of them dang phones, yeah. look up, put it down, because I don't have a smartphone, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just have a regular computer, Right. but uh, now all of a sudden without this technology just seeing how isolated you know where you oh, couldn't order uh for sure things on netflix yeah. or, Hulu or you know just think so where it was our enemy is now our savior as far yeah. as that we can connect with zoom and facetime and well, Skype right. and it's allowing like that. companies that normally wouldn't i wouldn't say i shouldn't say normally wouldn't allow their employees to leave for this but i'm saying like right no i um, get it yeah, 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 you know, companies that are reliant on their people to come and I in. I think they're going to be more profi- proficient and efficient, not inefficient. Oh, yeah. More ef- efficient. There efficient, you go. yeah. Yeah, because you're not in the office and that you're going to learn other ways of, you know, doing things. Right. And you've got time to putter around. Yeah. And say, hey, you know, what I learned through this whole thing. Right. You know, let's try this more, you know, more cool ideas, you know, uh, with what's that? With something, necessity is a cause of it. It is a. Uh, Something of invention, cause of invention, or whatever know. type of thing. I, can't I don't remember. know what that thing yeah, is. Yeah, I know what But anyway, so that's the big thing, though, is that it's it, we're all going to come through this just just fine. And then one thing that I wanted to really bring up is that you know the, the do- poor dogs and cats are like, and where you, uh, what, what, how come you're still in my face? How right. you're not going to yeah. work? You know, I can't <laughs> take confused. all my naps. <laughs> and what people have to realize here is that you will be going back to work, and if you overdo it now you might set yourself up for a separation anxiety problem oh yeah because the makes dog sense. and the cat yep. are used to mm-hmm. having you around the cat's not so much they'll go away they'll you know they'll figure it out yeah the cats well if they're tired of you they're gonna go to another place and right. where's the cat you know they're gonna come to you yeah. when they when they want to so they they kind of will give themselves isolation when they need it yeah but the dogs are like they're just starting to doze and all of a sudden here comes the kids you want to play ball right and so that's why i really I really want you guys to realize that, okay, this is not forever. And so really try to keep as normal uh, uh, schedule for your your dog. For everyone, you can, I think. Right. Yeah. As far as get, put him, if you use kennels when he, when you go to work, then you put him in the kennel when you're at home or, or if you're going to go out for a walk. Sometimes leave your dog behind, you know, so he gets used to right. you leaving them. 
and not always with them, right. okay? Because it's going to be hard on these pets. Now, it was hard for us to invade their space in our house yeah. <laughs> on a regular basis. But now it's going to be really tough. All of a sudden, poof, you were here for two or three weeks in my face, and now you're gone. And yeah. so it's like, whoa, wait a minute, where'd you go? Right. So that so try to keep as uh, normal as you can for the fact that other there'd be less problems when things do start kicking back into normal gear again. Right. So, yeah. Okay? Yep. All right. Okay, cats. Okay. Da 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 da. What do they use your whiskers for? Is it a sense of like like touch, like feeling? Yep. What they do is to find out if they can fit through or into a small space. That's what the whiskers are used for. Oh, okay. that they, is quite interesting. They can fit through or into a small space. Cool. Isn't that something? Yeah. Cats. You know why cats can't, can't climb down a tree? You know how they race up a tree? Yeah. And then you got to call the fire department to get right. yeah. out of the tree? Yeah. <laughs> why is that? We had a backup tractor. Is this Walter that we're just talking yes. about now? Yes, okay. yes, yes. Walter was so dumb. How dumb was he? Yeah. He could go up the, because he'd be chased by another cat. He's always been picked down by yeah. different cats. Okay. But he, for the life of me, he'd sit up in the tree and meow and meow and meow. And we, right. found, we got really inventive on how to get him out of the tree. Uh, but the reason why they can't climb down is see the way their claws come out of it, they, they hook downwards. Oh, okay. okay. So if they try to climb down face first, they'd like flip over. Right, they, right, they yeah. can't. So that's why yeah. they, they learn to kind of turn around and kind of like shinny down yeah. a tree with their butt towards the ground. Right. Okay. Because of the way their nails are, they can't grab a hold of that tree coming down face first. That makes sense. They gotta sense. come butt first or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, Walter, oh man, we had to back the tractor up. We had to stand <laughs> up. He wouldn't come down. I even oh, got no. invented where I threw a rope and put some food in, in the buck, five gallon bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then hoisted it up to where he was. Right. Hoping that he'd fall into the bucket and then I can lower it. Right. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> it's, oh, I, it was just a goof saying, yeah, Walter's been up in a tree for a long, a lot, meant too many times that I'd like to say. Yeah. Okay. Funny. Who do we got next? All right. We're going to talk to Ellie and Ellie has a question about um, dogs burying bones. All right. Yes. Hi, Ellie. How you doing? Oh, hi, hi, Ellie. I'm good. How are you? Good, hi. good. What kind of dog do you have that's burying bones? Awesome. Okay. Well, so I have a 15 year old dog. We have a three month old puppy and then this dog is just turned one years old and he's a beagle mix okay um and so i had some oxtail bones raw oxtail bones and i gave the puppy and the older dog each a little tiny one and i gave him a big kind of meaty one and i didn't want him to like put it on his bedding or whatever so i fed it to him outside and he went and buried it Mm -hmm. which I get, you know, but then he came in the house and he's just like, hey, where's my bone? And I tried to go out there a couple times with him. Um, and so I guess my question is, um, is that going to be all rotten and make him sick when he eats it again? Well, if his gut system is in good health, he can, you know, dogs, are, dogs digestive system if it's working correctly, is like battery acid. It can just it can destroy anything. All right, break down anything. The thing is, if your dog doesn't have a good rotation diet and you know isn't up to par, then the uh, the dog can get you know can get contaminated from it where get a bad bad gut gut ache. And see, the reason why they go bury the bones is that that is instinctive to them that if they are full, 
that they if they come across food, they don't want it right now. They go bury it for fr- for future eating in case you forget to feed them, <laughs> which you're not going to. But that's just instinctive in men, more so in some personality of dogs and others. All right, some mm-hmm. of them will just drag it and bury it in the couch. You know, a lot of dogs will do that too with their biscuits because they're not hungry right now. So they're going to save it for future use. Personally, like I said, if your dog, because, you know, there's dogs that peel through the the woods, okay, and drag home a dead bunny or something like that that have been dead for a while. And there again, if the dog insists, if it's been on a good rotation diet and, and, you know, everything's up to snuff, its system should be able to handle it, you know, but. Like I say, every dog's different. Some dogs, it can make them, it's an ER visit if they weren't like being fed the exact same food, let's say for five years and no variation in their diet, that dog would okay. crash, okay? okay? And so that's why the more, that's why I'm always talking, you know, rotate, 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 and give them new stuff, give them different stuff, you know, get those different proteins in there. If you're making an egg, make one for the dog. If you're having a, mm-hmm. a sandwich, give a piece to the dog. The more you can give variety into their diet, then the healthier their gut system system's going to be that it can break down whatever is coming in their way okay, okay. so i don't need to freak out and, and dig through the whole yeah. <laughs> meaty bone. no because uh, usually where it's going to come the smell is that when it starts rotting the dogs will be mm-hmm. able to smell it and start digging it up so if your dog seems to be real interested in a particular area you know like mm-hmm. when it is like tomorrow is supposed to be like 60 degrees it's going to heat that mm-hmm. soil up so he might be reminded where he buried it <laughs> okay. and so that's why okay. if you want to keep you know it's up to yourself because you know there's there's no way of knowing but with me living on a farm, like I said, my all my dogs at one time or another have drug home a, a deer leg or, like I say, a rabbit carcass, you know, st- stuff like that. It's just like, Ugh. yeah. And so, so it's gotten to really marinate in the earth. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why, like I said, so you just got, that's why it's so important, though, like I say, to have a rotation diet and just that your dog yeah. can eat anything and anything and not get sick. Because okay. if you okay. have a dog that, yeah, if you we, have a, we can, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. We, we give him, he gets a raw food diet and we spent hours talking to Dr. Levy oh, um, about it. And I think his, he probably has a pretty, pretty good. awesome. Excellent. Then. Yep. Yeah. Nope. That's good. That's good. You know, like I said, and he also needs junk food sometimes too, just like we need junk food, you know? So that's why, you know, I'll, um, as far as, uh, Junk food would be like, you know, get a can of food of like maybe Nutrisource and give that to one of his deal, you know, once a week or every other week. You know, try to put some other stuff in there, too, okay? Oh, good. Just yeah. every once in a while. Well, he's, eating, he's chowing on the puppy's food when the puppy isn't looking, so he's getting some. Oh, okay. Okay, well, can thanks. I, can, I piggy, can I piggyback one more question? Well, if you want to hold on, hold on, because we got to run the break, okay? Hold on. All right. Thank you for doing me in. And hopefully you are having loving life right now. And you know what? Open for business. Uh, great places that you could that sell Nutrisource pet products is curbside pickup only to these stores. Curbside pickup only. Canine Crossing in Andover, Bentley's and Excelsior and Edina, Wagon Wash and Egan and Lakeville, and all the Pet Supply Plus stores. Okay, that's just curbside pickup only. Or you can call, you know, talk to them. And then there's local home delivery and curbside pickup. And they're open for business. Is Angel's Pet Wordle in Hudson, Pet Stuff in Minnetonka, Fido's Pantry in Excelsior. This is places that you can pick up all the great Nutrisource products, whether it be treats or foods, cat foods, dog foods, such like that. Pet Evolution in Woodbury and Arden Hills, Urban Tales in Minneapolis, Atlas Pet Supply, Blaine and Stillwater. 
and Flegels Farm and Garden, and that place is awesome. Okay, they also have, like I said, curbside pickup and uh, local humane, uh, humane <laughs> local home delivery. UFC Farm Supply in Wyconia and Maple Plain. Chuck and Don's all over. And then Four Perfect Pets in, uh, it's Oakdale, North St. Paul. They have curbside pickup and local home deliver- delivery. So just call them and you can. they'll bring you the Pure Vita, uh, the Nutrisource, uh, their treats. Uh, the the Nutrisource new jerky treats are phenomenal. They really are good. You can break them up and because most of jerky treats that are out there drive me nuts because they don't I've soaked them in remember I did that little yeah. trial about eight yeah. different ones I right. soaked them in hot water and they didn't even give they were like chewing on shards right. yeah you know, now the Nutrisource jerky treats are awesome because they're bendable and then they're breakable too right and they're and they, they all they have is just their meat uh, organic apple cider vinegar and pumpkin. Oh, that's end of story. And vitamin C. That's awesome. It. So yeah, so try some of Easy those. Peasy. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and when when we're we're feeling kind of that, we, and when we give treats to our dogs and you know and our cats, it makes it. My cats love the jerky treats, and then of course the pure vitamin. Yeah, I was like, you talk about the minnows. The minnows. Yeah. Yeah, they're in yeah. the cat section. Yeah. but uh, the thing is, is the dogs love them too. So the dogs love them too. All right. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going back to Ellie. Are you there, Ellie? Yep, I'm there. All right, there you are. So what else can I do for you? <laughs> awesome. So so for our, our puppy who's 13 weeks old, um, he he's great. And he sleeps with us in the bed, and he sleeps really well through the night. And he came to us pretty well pad, um, potty trained on the, the pee pads, and he pees and poops on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I want to trans trans you know, start to get him to go outside. And how do I start that sort of sojourn? How old is it? How, uh, what kind of dog is the 13 week old? He's mostly Corgi. He has a ton of Corgi elements and then Beagle, you know, but he has all the sort of Corgi um, qualities and tendencies. Okay. Do you use a kennel for him? He has a kennel, okay. but he doesn't sleep in it. He sleeps on our bed. That's not a good practice right now, especially when you got that cross beagle and corgi. Holy muffins, you're going to have one strong-willed dog. And, <laughs> no, you're, and you're starting him out by letting him be in your bed. Already now you're beneath him, okay? Oh, and so yeah. I would put him in the kennel next to your bed until you get really hit a good beat. And then maybe by six months, seven months, see how he's doing. And if then if you want to allow him up in bed. But no, right now, the the breed that you have and the person, they're both being, they're very willful and, you you know what yeah. I mean? So the thing is, is that because when you let a dog sleep in bed with you, that empowers them. They're, e- they're equal to you. No, they're not. I- I'm number one and you're number two. <laughs> okay? okay. And so that's why I would strongly suggest you put them in the kennel next to your bed. And then because okay. to help him be more independent. And like I say, as he gets his ducks in a row and on the same pond, I mean on the same pond, then in a row, and the obedience is doing good, he's looking to you for direction. Now you can start, you know, in, you know giving him him a little bit more stuff that he can do but if he starts becoming pushy with you then they that bright gets shoved off the bed and back into the kennel at night you go all right okay because i'm okay. looking down the road he's really he's a cute little yeah. thing right now i can only imagine he's as cute as a button and so oh I, my god he is really, and he's so willful you know, I, i'm very familiar with corgis so okay. i know him. But, but and then you put a beagle that? in there holy moly <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so, uh, but, so that's what I would do is make sure that you put him, you know, like I say, in, in that. And then as far as transitioning him, him in um, off those potty pads, what you're going to do is you're going to take him out on a 15-foot 15, 15 line by himself. Don't have that. Uh, do you, did you have another dog? 
Yes, yeah, that's right. Yep. Okay, so so unless he's off way to the side, because you want the, your, the, the pup to uh, concentrate on the, what you're teaching them, okay? Whereas what potty you called and where it is put, you take the potty pads out there and then say, go potty, go potty. And then eventually the patty, the pot, the pad gets less and less and less. And pretty soon there's like a quarter size piddle pad there. <laughs> and so, because they got to get used to the feeling underneath their paw, underneath the paws. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just like pa- puppies that were, um, that came through winter when the snow left, they're looking for snow. Like, where'd my potty go? <laughs> they're not used to the feeling of the grass under their feet, all right? And so that's why most pups always hit a rug or a, uh, a carpet when they go potty because it's like sitting on a padded toilet seat that underneath their feet, that it, it, it mm-hmm. calms them down. So that's why what you want to do is you just bring the pedal pads outside with you. Mm. Tell him what you what it is. What go potty, go potty, and if he leaves a pedal pad, that's fine. Don't worry about it, you know. But it's okay. there in case he needs it. All right. Mm-hmm. And so then, every time you go out, pedal pad's going with. So that then and then the pedal pad gets less and less. Where you can see he's using it less and less outside. But little okay. hint here: take him away inside too, because you want him to understand puppy potty potty goes outside not just okay as long as you hit the pedal pad i'll leave him down in the house for you you got to teach him that potty what potty is called you know go potty go potty or get busy get busy remember maximum time outside is only two minutes if he doesn't get his business done you bring him back in wait a minute or two take him out try it again you know so that you're teaching them you know what it's called okay and uh, as far as having them tell you when no you just yeah. get you get good at knowing uh, he just drank water five minutes i better get his butt outside because he's gonna right 10 minutes after he gets done eating gets outside right when he wakes up from a nap right when he wakes up in the morning uh right when he gets done playing those are all triggers that they're gonna have to go potty okay so two clarifications right now i've got pee pads potty pads in one two three four different locations in the house should we take all away but yes. one location by the door well, yeah yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 And nope. then, and then the other thing is, when I take him out, should I strive to take him out solo without the other dogs? Yes, because you want him to concentrate on what you want um, from him. Um, All right, because otherwise okay. he might be watching the other dog. Like, where are you doing? What are you doing over there? Also, and another we have a fenced in backyard. Why the twenty feet leash? Is because you have to have con- you have to have control of the situation. Because as okay. dogs start sniffing, like, hey, what's this over here? And hey, what's that over there? Hey, look at this. What came through here last night? You got to keep him on task. He's only out there to go potty and then get his butt okay. back in the house. And then if you want him to go out and play, now he can go out and play. Now, the key here, though, is that what you have to pay attention to, when you have an existing dog and you get a puppy, a lot of people don't realize that puppy bonds to the existing dog, all right? Now, when Mm -hmm. the existing dog, something happens to it, uh, then what happens, all of a sudden, they look at you like, who the heck are you? I don't know you because he's coming, he's doing things with the other dog, following the other dog's lead. Um, and so, and a lot of people don't realize that. So you do well where they come together and play here and there, but they have in, an individual walks, individual playtime because you want the pup to bond to the humans and not to the dog in the house. Does that okay. make sense to you? That totally makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And like if you're sitting watching TV, have the pup on the leash with you so the pup can't go anywhere. He can't, He has to be with you. That's the whole purpose of it so that you have control of the situation. 
All right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You're 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 amazing. Well, thank you so much. well, thank you. You just fluffed up my feathers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you got any other questions, I'd rather have you call me and I help you as you go. Okay. Because then yeah. all of a sudden you got a mess. <laughs> but yeah, put yeah, him in no, the kennel at night, and don't worry. You're going to have this dog plenty of years. He can sleep in your bed. But right now, yeah, right now, we got to get him to look to you for direction and not think that he's cool and you're not. All right. Right. Okay. Oh, she totally has that in him. Um, do you are you teaching right now or are you on hold as well? I'm, yeah, I'm just doing it over the phone. I thought I could do private okay. lessons, and what happened is that I can't because you know people are having trouble. I just want to grab the leash and say, "Here, I'll help you." Yeah, I just so I'm just doing phone phone consults now. I just have people yeah. you can you know call me and I'll be you know help you over the phone as much as I can because yeah everything's on postponement and see how this all plays out. So. Okay. okay. And then right. with well, your, thank you. But with your puppy, too, I forgot we were going to talk about this, too, with uh, Dr. Jess, is that when people now with the puppies, they you need socialization with these puppies. And not, it doesn't necessarily have, now you're lucky to have another dog, so that will help out a lot. But get him out, like even just sit on a park bench to watch the world go by. You know what I mean? Uh, it yeah. doesn't have to be for for you know hours, but just get them out to smell different things and and, and experience new things like a playground yeah. or whatever, so that he doesn't he, he does, he's not like in a cocoon that he's gonna be, right. he's gonna be spooky. So really make sure you work on that. Exactly, and, exactly. Yep. And we have a we have colleagues next door that are really sweet that nice. are fostered, and um, nice. we're gonna bring him over and. Excellent. Just get them exposed. So good, good, become good. Yep. A you weird total bossy pants. Okay, yeah. thank you. Okay, no problem. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yep, and people don't realize that, that the puppies, uh, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot. You know how everybody's saying like in nine months there's going to be a baby boom? Right, yeah. <laughs> right now there's a puppy boom. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That's why I wanted to talk potty training because in between people fostering some. Oh, yeah. You know, they're not going to, you know, helping out the, the shelters and yeah. such. Uh, and then people getting new puppies right. that I wanted to talk potty training because that's the toughest thing because it has so many steps to it. And everybody, the reason why I don't teach uh, the step to ring the doorbell, or not doorbell, but ring a bell to yeah, go outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. is because let's say you brought the dog out to go potty, uh, go potty, go potty. He went potty, good potty, very nice. Bring him back in. Okay, then you unhook him, and then you're about doing your thing, and all of a sudden he rings the bell. Okay, we rang the bell, got to let him go outside. Right. So we go back outside, go potty, go potty, go potty. Well, what happens is the dog really, if I ring this bell, I'll go outside opens yeah. and I get to go outside. Yeah. Okay. Now what happens is you get, you're annoyed. So you take the bell so he can't ring it because he's digging it too much. Okay. You forget to put it back. Now the dog really has to go potty. There's no bell and zoom, there it is. So I'd rather have you train yourself at one, uh, when the dog needs to go out than to have the dog tell you. And that's a big question. I, how do I teach the dog to tell me? When they have to go potty. That's not part of your job. Right. Your job is to teach them what potty is called and where to put it. Put it yeah. And then where, uh, and then to hold it until that you are on top of the situation. Right. So anyway. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Okay. Well, where are we at? Um, trivia. Yes. Oh, yes. That's yes. what I was looking for yes. here. Uh, da, 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 da. What do I want to pick? It, 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 uh. Okay. What can young goats learn from each other. What can young goats learn from each other? We'll be back. Winding down the show. I want to thank Carly for coming on in. Thank myself for coming on in. <laughs> thank you guys for spending the Sunday afternoon, you know, with me. Okay, young goats. What do they learn from each other? Do you have any idea? Do they learn the little like, ah! 
that thing? You know what I'm talking about? The little scream that scream. they do okay. that you're, makes you're me on the, chuckle yeah. like no other? You're on the right track. Okay. okay. Young goats pick up accents from other young goats. Oh, uh, okay. All right, then. Isn't that something? That's very pick cool. Pick up accents. Accents. You know, I, I've i had pet goats before, you know, hand yeah, raised yeah, them yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Frederick, Nigel, and... I was like, uh, I remember Nigel. Yeah, Nigel. Yeah. And then uh, Body Bell. Ah, yeah. Uh, Nigel and uh, Frederick were the Nubian goats. Okay. So, uh, Frederick was one of the biggest, uh, we used to sell hate a gal that had goats. And she saw uh, Frederick one time out and about, and she goes, who's goats that? I said, no, that would be mine. My God, he's huge. Not fat. He was just really just tall, like a tall and long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, he's not fixed, is he? And I said, yes, he is. I wouldn't have a goat not fixed. Right, Yeah. <laughs> Because, oh, they stink. They got a musk on them that you just want to, oh, so good. Yeah. But anyway, she says, I have, I would have loved to use him for breeding. And I'm like, well, too bad. <laughs> You're like, well, he's not available for that. No, 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 no. You can pet him if you want. He's yeah. very friendly. He used to do, both him and Nigel did my agility equipment. Uh, really fun, really, really good. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, up the A-frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Across the, the teeter-totter. Uh when Nigel, well, both of them, when they were younger, yeah. they would go through the tunnel. Uh-huh. But then when they got older, they wanted to jump on the tunnel. Oh. <laughs> they didn't want to go through. They yeah. wanted to jump on like, the tunnel. They're like, this is what we do now. Yeah. And so it's like smash. And it's yeah. like, oh, those hoods are going to wreck my tunnel. I, no, right. no, yeah. no. So I stopped that one. But they did, the, let's see, they did uh, bar jumps. That was a catch twenty two. So, I mean, sometimes they would do it, and sometimes they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. they just plow right through the bar jumps, and some of them they would actually <laughs> yeah. jump them. Yeah. And, but the teeter totter was cool to watch, and then the bridge they would go over, and then um, da 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 da, da, da. and then the tunnel, and then I had a, a, a pause table. Oh yeah. I, yeah. So I touch it. Come on, you can do it. Yeah. Jump, hop, hop, hop. Right. And by Jimmy, when they're younger, man, they just whip up there, and then I give them a treat, and, da, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and then off, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they really are so funny. And then all of a sudden, they just get this look in their eye, and they would just peel out like they were shot out of a cannon and do all of it by themselves. Oh, wow. Okay, whereas cool. it, it was just funny to watch yeah. how they put it all. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It really is. But well, I'll tell you, they're destructive. They, if, if neither any of those guys got out of their pens, yeah, yeah. I had no flowers and bushes are trimmed very well. <laughs> uh, their back teeth are like razors. You don't, I mean, they are like oh, yeah, razors. Yeah, yeah. They can cut through anything. It was, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, goats are fun. Okay, next. Okay, um, <laughs> we're going to talk to Chris. Yes. And Chris has a question about a cat that has an, an inflammatory bladder. bladder. Ooh, yes. My. Okay. Hey, Chris, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. How old's your cat? My cat is currently eight years old. Eight years and old. And at about six years old, we moved and she developed inflammatory bladder. Okay. And it would reoccur every four months, six months, last two to three days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd give her extra attention. And she, she's a very sweet cat, but afraid of other people. Mm-hmm. And I'd give her lots of attention. She'd be fine. Well, recently, I'd say the last four or five months, she's getting it monthly. Okay. And it lasts seven to eight days and so um it just seems to be happening a lot more is there okay what what food are you feeding her i'm feeding her nd the dry okay and and then i give her um start the have two cats and i give them to start the day they each get a couple teaspoons of the fancy feast they like they're wet okay okay uh personally if this is my cat remember i'm not a vet 
But what I right. would do is I take her off of all dry indoor cats should not be an all dry food. Remember, cats came from the desert. They get the moisture from when they eat. And that's why a lot of cats, it usually starts about six years old, start having kidney and liver problems and bladder problems because of the dry food. They can't drink enough water to compensate for the dry matter. So all indoor cats should be on raw, freeze dried or good grain free canned food. No dry food whatsoever other than a treat to go find because because they're bored, all right? So if this is my cat, I'd pull them off of that. I'd get them on some of the good grain-free food. Uh, Nutrisource has uh, five, six flavors that do not have chicken. Almost everything is, has got chicken, you know, in it for cats. And my Walter, who we were talking about earlier today, he has a chicken allergy, all right? And so I can't, I was looking it was really hard to find any good cat food that would didn't have chicken you know that did not have chicken in it what well, nutrisource finally came out with it so because it's really important to switch up the protein now my, uh, the protein aka the meat all right now a lot of cats yeah this cat doesn't like meat yep but see the no cats are see i brought my bring my cats up for the minute they hit my doorstep you know i bring them up with change all right and if you start them out early enough it's not as hard just like my adeline she'll eat anything i put in the bowl she don't care and so this but the whole thing is is that you have to do it baby steps uh my bubba that where i he was 38 pounds i had to get weight off of him and he was uh dry food addicted so i I'd, 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 I'd put out 20 nuggets and at the end of it was some canned food with a little bit of the dried nuggets in it and eventually i got less and less nuggets and more and more canned i got him it took me over a month i think month and a half to get him switched over to total grain-free canned food and then from that point on it was easier for me to make changes like give him some raw hamburger some raw turkey some raw chicken uh some freeze-dried uh so that's what the whole thing is that that if the the initial of baby steps you know to get to get get the cats used to something new is 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 tough it really is but you can be done but i would get them off that total dry food uh, totally because that causes most of the problem there's a book out there that's a bible for all cat owners and it's called your cat your cat by hodgkins h-o-d-g-k-i-n-s d-v-m all right. And she's got spot on as a uh, very few good books about cats. And that book is the best one from stem to CERN on some behavior things. But the big thing is for diabetic cats or cats that have dietary issues, renal failure, kidney problems, things like that. And so basically the bottom line is no dry food whatsoever. And you got it. It's got to be good grain free canned foods. So like say some raw and such, that's what we were talking about. Another thing too is standard process has some really good supplements. I got my Walter on it. They have a whole body support for uh, a cats and they also have a renal and they have, a, let's see, whole body, immune and a renal. Okay. Is yeah. what they've got. So you might want to look into maybe getting one of those. Those are a standard process. You can only get at health stores or at chiropractors. So if you're going to a chiropractor and he sells whole body support, I mean, standard process, you can order some cat, you know, the, the cat ones. Because they have dog and cat oh. products. But, okay. Okay. And so anyway, so that's what I mean. Some good, I'd get, I'd get them on uh, some good extra virgin coconut oil, put a little bit on her paw. Okay. And, and like, cause that's good for any inflammation in the gut system. A little extra virgin coconut oil. Okay. Okay. So I there, have that. Yep. Yeah, so there's a lot of little things that you can do here. You may say, well, why doesn't my vet tell me this? Because they're kind of like our medical doctors in the people world diagnose and prescribe. Okay. And so they don't know much about good nutrition. They just, you know, 
That's just the way it is. Right. It's our job, you know, to look into it when you have an ongoing problem. Apparently what we're doing isn't working and it's going more south now instead of up. <laughs> and so that's why you've got to really do your due diligence and then, you know, look uh, you know, for better, all other, you know, and it usually all comes down to the diet. It always comes down to the diet and using the inflammatory bladder. Yep. Everything. Yep. 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 And so, cause like I say, they can't drink enough water to compensate for the moisture. All right. And so that's why, like I say, whether it's kidney, whether it's liver, whether it's bladder, it all comes down to the diet is what it is. Okay. So that's why okay. get, get that your book, your cat, and it's a, yep. it's a big fat book, pretty big. And it's only 15, 15 bucks, 12, 14 bucks, something like right, that. Right. Yeah. And so then that's the whole thing is empower yourself. Go online to a holistic uh, cat areas as far as, and, 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 you know, I don't believe everything I read on the internet, but if I start reading and, it, and basically the consensus is exact the same, then I know it's not somebody thinking that they know what they're doing. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know, so that's why you got to do your due diligence on that. But that's what, that's the feeding dry, total dry diet to indoor cats is usually why the vets, you know, have a good steady business because the cats get too fat, then they get diabetes and then they got, you know, kidney problems, liver problems, things like that. So, so by just baby, baby steps, the change over and the cat will do it. Just keep introducing it a little bit, you know, like you know, like a half a teaspoon or something like that. You know what I mean? So they, and it always has to be room temperature though. Cause usually what I did with mine is I made like a little bit of gravy, like a, a teaspoon of, of, of uh, canned, put a little bit of warm water with it and then mix it with a little bit of the dry, you know, at the end of the line <laughs> and yeah. then 10 to one. Cause cats love licking things. If you really watch a cat eat, they don't chew per se. They lick, they lick the kernel into their mouth and they swallow it they very seldom will they actually take the time to chew they lick and so that's why if you make a little bit of warm gravy with your dry stuff and then it becomes more and more uh you know solid of the wet and less and less of the dry in there eventually they it, it will they will do the switch over and they will there will be certain ones they don't like i just found out my cats don't like the ocean select canned they're like i gave it to walter he looked at me like i don't think so i gave it to mama squeaks she did the exact same thing. So I went back to see what can I grabbed because I never look. I just opened and, I, and both of them turned it down. So I gave it to the dogs. <laughs> yeah. And so then now I opened the turkey and liver uh, and beef liver. They both loved it. You know, so that's why there's going to be certain flavors that they don't like. All right. Oh, yeah. No, I had to try a lot of cat foods in order to uh uh, the, the canned stuff yep. in order to get them to see, like. See, fancy one. pieces got a lot of sugar in it. You know, that's why, but anyway, so that, you could add that into a little bit of, uh, get some good stuff and add that to it, but try to phase it out. All right. Well, uh, I was using one at, yeah, Chuck and Don's, but the ones that they both loved, they stopped curing it. Okay. So. Yeah. I try those Nutrisource ones, the grain free from Nutrisource, because okay. that's what I, my cats, I do well with. I got to let you go. We got to head out. You take care. Thank if you, you got other questions, call me up at Katie's Canines, okay? I right, thank you, Carly, for coming on in. And folks, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, remember, um, uh, get out there. You know, yeah, you're confined to your lot. You remember what I said a couple of weeks ago? Take a chair and you and your dog go sit on one corner of the lot and look at your house. Then go sit at the other corner of the house and look at your house. And, you know, look at things from different perspective, all right? And everything will, and plus, I'm doing um, older phone consults, so you can call me up at Katie's Canines. It's $35, and you can pay it through my website. You can go to mytalk1071.com, go to my show page, and then uh, you can podcast. You can get on my Facebook page, and you can get onto my website. So, And then also, like I said, the main thing is, how soon does a podcast go up, Carly, from... 
Like well, after the show. Um, so I will say I normally have it up around six, oh, at least okay. the first hour, okay. and then I'll maybe like 15, 20 minutes after for the okay. second hour. Okay, so cool. yeah, and stick to FM one hundred seven uh, because we're open for business, and so are a lot of our great, great vendors. So uh, can't thank you enough for your time today, and uh, take care. Don't hide your dogs. Train them. Have a great one.